Hear ye, hear ye! Let it be known that on this day the Queen will provide counsel to her loyal subjects. You're invited to tea with the Queen. Please make haste. Thanks so much, Em, for joining me on Queen's Council today. <laughs> Great to be back on my own podcast. <laughs> I'm enjoying these episodes so much and I know how valuable they are to business owners who are listening. I really want to dive in today and have a conversation with you about a topic that I think is really important for business owners. It's almost like the elephant in the room sometimes and that is building a million dollar business and scaling. Can we just call it not everybody has to build a million-dollar business. Mm-hmm. We can call it. And we should also link into stats on this, Trace. The Australian Bureau of Statistics tell us that 90% of all women-owned businesses generate less than 100000 a year. And we're talking revenue, not profit. That is a far cry from a million-dollar business. <laughs> What is with the emphasis on every second person that we talk to or that we see, particularly on the social media platforms, scale to a million dollars, run a million dollars, build your empire a million dollars. There's no magic to this million dollars. And I just want to call it out and just say to people listening, you build and grow the business that you want that's aligned for you and you are not compelled to aim for a million dollars. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're not compelled to aim for a million dollars. And let's just talk about while we're here, making a million dollars in revenue does not mean making a million dollars in profit. You can say, yes, I made a million dollars in revenue and you could profit a dollar. Who cares? The whole point of having your own business is to make decent cash, but also to keep some of it. There have been countless people who I've spoken to and they're like, I want a million dollar business. And when I dig into why the heck they want a million dollars, I don't know, because that's what everyone else is doing. What a load of bollocks. You can have a perfectly good business, one man band, 100 or 200,000 and keep three quarters of that if you're smart. Isn't that what we're striving for? Aren't we striving for money in our pocket, not just revenue? I love this distinction so much, the revenue versus profit. And it's got to be said that I think the conversation around money really ought to be around profit so people get an accurate indication of what it looks like to build a profitable business because a profitable business to one person is very different to a profitable business for the next person because we're building different businesses to sustain different lifestyles. Correct. And that's okay. And that's totally okay. I don't know where this million bucks has come from. I think on socials, you see people going, oh yeah, I've grown my business or I've scaled my business or I've sold my course and now I'm a million dollar business. And it really irks me to be really honest about when people do the whole, well, I made six figures this month or I made seven figures this, you know, whatever. How much did you actually keep? (laughs) Okay. I'll get off my soapbox now. (laughs) No, I think it's really important and it's It removes some of the pressure, I think, from business owners because it's so easy to get caught up in all the noise on social media and in business communities and other places that we as business owners hang out. It's really easy for imposter syndrome to kick in and to be thinking you're not doing enough because you're not hitting that million-dollar target or you're not turning over those figures. So I think it's really refreshing to hear from you and your view on that so that it's like giving a permission slip for women. Build the business that you want that's right for you. Totally. Stay in your own lane. Don't listen to what other people are saying. Yeah, you might need some help to work out your revenue and your profit. Yes, you want to be taking a home a salary. I mean, no one wants to work for free. 
but I just don't think there's any need to put pressure on yourself to make a million bucks. By the way, though, if you do want to make a million bucks, no problems. Also, if you want to make a hundred thousand bucks, no problems. If you want to make fifty thousand, no problems whatsoever. Anywhere in between, and it's all individual and based on normally what your family needs and what your lifestyle is. And I love that. And building a business that's aligned for you, and it's different for everyone because no two businesses are the same, and no two motivations in businesses are the same. This takes me, it's a nice dovetail into what I want to talk to you about now, which is the difference between scaling and growing a business. And oh my gosh, I tell you, if I never hear the word scale again, it will be too soon. It is everywhere. Scale, scale, scale. And I take issue with it for my own, well, I take issue with it when I see other lawyers running businesses, scaling their business by selling templates with the pure intention of scaling their business. It's not about the client. And I object to that and I take issue with it. And I think scaling has an undercurrent of self-serving the way I understand it. What have you got to say about this? All right. So I've got quite a bit to say about this. Let me start with scaling. I would love you to do some maths for me. If you have a business that's making zero money, tell me, what are you scaling? You're scaling nothing, right? You're scaling nothing. So we're better off at focusing on one, growing our business, and that could be incremental growth, that could be dollar growth, that could be client growth. The definition of scaling is that you do something once and then you sell it over and over again, right? So that it has scale. So if you're a course creator, for instance, you might create a course and then you might scale it. It's no extra work. It's really different to growing it. Growing it still means you need to still be there growing this business, tending to it like a plant, making sure it's been fed, making sure it's got water. You are still actively growing that thing. Scaling is really different. You've got a program or a course or something that then you just put marketing cash into and it scales on its own, although on its own is kind of interesting, as is passive. We know when people say, I want a passive Mm, income stream. There is no such freaking thing as a passive income stream. Let's be honest, right? You still got to work that thing. So I think people think scale is a buzzword at the moment. Mm. And if you have no clients, you can't scale. If you have no dollars, you can't scale. You need to focus on growth. Growth is where it's at. And once you've been in business a little while, then you might want to think about how do you take this bigger? How do you take this further without any extra effort on your part? So how do you do it? Well, scale. How do you scale? No, grow. Growth is not complicated, but people do get in their own way and they overthink it. Growth is a process. So we just need to take certain steps in order to gain momentum in order to grow. So it's about building your list. It's about visibility. It's about showing up. It's about decent delivery. It's about adding value to your clients. You know, the list goes on. When I first started in business, whenever I was thinking, what else can I do? Like I sat there some days and you will, as a business owner, think, what else can I do? I looked at my newsletter list and I just called people on my newsletter list. Now, luckily I had some of their numbers. So I spent an hour a day calling people on my newsletter list and it wasn't a sale. It was literally just relationship building. And in the first year, people were like, Emma, who? Now when I call, they're like, Emma McQueen's calling me. You know what? Action 
just gets momentum. So if you are sitting there stuck and you're not sure what to do next, just take one small step, the smallest step possible. Make sure that it's aligned to your goals and make sure it's aligned to growth, but make the smallest step you possibly can. And it's one foot in front of the other some days. And some days you go backwards, by the way, because it's not a linear process as we know. So sometimes it's two steps forward for one step back. What I'm loving about this is that it's removing again the pressure of having to focus on scaling, which is just everywhere in the market. It's just everywhere. And it's a buzzword, as you say. Remove the pressure from scaling, push that to the side. If you want to scale, great, fabulous, if that's your business model, but you don't have to. Bring it back, bring your focus back to your why in your business, your authenticity, and be anchored to that and focus on growth. That's organic, that's natural, that feels good. So when somebody is sitting here and they're they're listening to this episode and they think, thank you, Tracy, and thank you, Emma, for taking the pressure off this concept of scaling. I now feel good about myself again because it can be demoralizing when you're watching their highlight reels on Instagram of all the coaches who are hitting a million dollars and they're building their million dollar businesses and they're all scaling, which I would suggest probably more than half of it's not even quite necessarily accurate. But it puts a pressure on and we get caught up in the noise and then we question ourselves and are we doing the right things? But once we remove that, and that's what you're giving us permission to do in this conversation, remove that Go back to your why. Why are you in business? What are you wanting to build? Focus on the growth. What are your top three tips for people sitting here listening to this and thinking, right, I'm going to grow. I want to move the needle in my business. What are three actionable things that you know work for service-based business owners to move the needle in their business when we're talking in the context of growth? Great question. I love it when my own questions come back at me at some point in time. That's amazing. All right. So my first tip is get clear on the goal. Get clear on the growth goal because I think people go, yeah, I want to grow. And then when I say, how much do you want to grow? They're like, I don't know. So get clear on the goal. Write it down. Write it in the steam in the mirror in the bathroom. I don't care. You just got to write it down and commit to it. And that's the other thing. You got to commit to it. So then I would go, all right, what are the three actions I need to take to do that? If it's about revenue building, you need clients for that. If it's about clients, figure out where you're going to get your clients from. Start focusing on building that list. I read some stats recently that a lot of people have a list with no more than 250 people on it. Now, that's actually not such a bad thing if your list is engaged. But if your list is not engaged, well, then that's quite a bad thing. So build your list. We need an action. We need a goal. We need three steps. We need to build our list. And then my favorite, Trace, which you won't be surprised by, is just pick up the phone. You can pick up the phone. You can send a DM. You can engage in relationships. It's all about know, like, trust. If people know who you are and they trust you and they like you, bingo, you're good. But if people don't know you, if you're the best coach in the world, but you're hidden, no one's going to be able to find you or like you or trust you. Increase visibility. Increase visibility and positioning. I think you've got to be clear about what you're positioning yourself in the market for. And I didn't know that when I first started, right? That's been an evolution for me. And I think it's an evolution for a lot of business owners. But I think positioning yourself as the expert in the market, especially in a service-based business, is super important. I'm loving this from you, Emma. Thank you so much for sharing in this episode. These are actionable steps that people can take right now. And I'm loving that. If, though, people want to 
talk to you about this if this has been valuable, but then people find themselves sitting there going, oh my gosh, I don't know what my growth goal is, or I don't know what my three things are. Honestly, booking in for a discovery call with Emma to get some clarity around those things and just have a conversation and get to know her a little bit could be the next most important phone call you make in your business. I love it. Thank you, Trace. Thanks for joining me again on Tea with the Queen. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Tea with the Queen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to get the word out. For more about me, please visit emmamcqueen.com.au and I look forward to your company next episode. Thank you for coming. 